Marisol. Hi, I'm Rosie. And I'm Wendy. And you're listening to Spilling La Sopa, a podcast about real Latinas, real conversations, real chistosas. Hola a todos and welcome back to yet another episode of Spilling La Sopa podcast. Woo! How are you ladies doing? <laughs> How are you ladies doing? Woo, hello everybody. Yo como Santa Elena. ¿Saben cómo no, es? Como Santa ¿Cómo? Elena. No, no. Cada día más bueno. Ah, ah. Chisa, <laughs> Es que it's summer. I agree, I agree. It's summer y el cuerpo lo sabe. <laughs> Yeah, andale, andale. And I'm doing good. I am currently in Sacramento and it's like 103 degrees, but luckily my Ooh, sister has yeah. AC, unlike me. Um, and so I'm chill. You're chill. It's nice like, and chill. Literally. Yeah. Y luego sales en te derrites. Dude, yeah. Like, yeah. Tell todo el maquillaje gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm doing good too. I, I, I just, uh, I'm experiencing a lot of change. I just left my job. Um, and I am going to be winging it from now on. So no job from now on. Mentirosa. I was like, <laughs> that no, that doesn't sound like Wendy. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't sound like I'm gonna be paint. I'm gonna be painting in my uh, in your um, closet in in the in downtown. You know. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, I totally fa I totally <laughs> fantasize about doing that. Like when my job gets on my nerves, I'm like, you know what? I'ma just. Bust a guarita and I'ma quit and backpack through Europe for like and a be month a waitress at random like places. And then just get random jobs and just, you know, but my, my brain won't let me. I can't. I can't yeah. Do. Yeah. Then then for me, I remember I don't know how to do random jobs. Like I probably would suck at waitress. I probably would suck at, <laughs> at like any, maybe a mo like things like, like random jobs, like, like mowing the lawn, oh my like God, people's no. lawns maybe, but, <laughs> really? but that'll get me like probably like $7. Dude. You like, could mow a lawn, like, I wouldn't but go. you can't serve a yeah. drink. Yeah. Really? <laughs> Well, what I'm thinking is the balance, right? Oh, okay. Like, you need good yeah. balance to, like, what if people order a lot of food? But you know what? In Europe, what do people eat a lot in Europe? Because um, I feel like big portions are only yeah. here in the U.S. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think. Well, I second that, Wendy, though. I don't think I could be a waitress because I'm just clumsy. I could mow the lawn, yeah, too. I, I'll, you know. <laughs> I'm all, yeah, I, for $7, dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I won't live for yeah, very long, um, but, you exactly, know. I'm yeah. super clumsy, but there's no way I can mow a lawn. Like, I sweat a lot. So, imagine I eat me derrito for sure. Oh, like, no. Yeah. Pues no te van a pagar, you know, less if you sweat. No, no pues no, yeah. pero de aquí que lo haga toda sudada, I get really frustrated and, like, mad. That, that's the point. No. That's the point. You probably, you probably get more money, Mari. Just don't me, wear me a quito, bra, Me quito so la ropa. Eh, me quito la ropa. <laughs> Mow the lawn in like in short shorts. Sacate poking you and shit. I'm allergic to grass. Oh, roja. She's like extra tip. But yeah, so so I left my job. I'm gonna be starting a new job in in a week. So I I ended up getting a a week off. So I'm gonna rest, try to prepare myself mentally for the new role, and and you know. Just keep adulting, right? Because it just it feels like an adult move to do that. Yep. Um. So one one of the things that I I usually do when I'm experiencing like big changes in my life, um, is to consult with the handy dandy horoscope of the day. Don Walter Mercado, le llamas a Walter. There you go. Hey, no, no, you know, I just I'm pretty basic, dude. I just go. I I when I'm like, what does my horoscope say? I just go to 
horoscope.com. Like, <laughs> Google. I don't go anywhere. <laughs> Not too far. Like, I'm sure there's special websites, but I'm just like, okay, that's too much work for me because I don't know too much about horoscopes. But I do consult with them sometimes. So I did. I went and I consulted on my last day. I looked at the horoscope and it pretty much said something like, be grateful. Thank your friends. Tell them you love them. I was like, is it trying to tell me I'm, I'm going to be like, I'm going to have some like lethal experience? Like, I don't know. But it was encouraging me to do that. Like, just, you know, call your friends, call your mom, tell them you love them and that you're thankful. So thank you, ladies. I love y'all. Aw, you're welcome. Aww, <laughs> <love> you <laughs> yeah. What about you, ladies? You guys consult the horoscope? I do all the time, dude. But I'll go through like little waves, you know. I'll go through like a wave where I check it every day, and I'm like, okay, what's going on in my life today? Like, let's see. Um, and then there will be times where I like forget for like a couple weeks. But I did check it. I did check it um, today, and mine said. So my sign is a Libra, right? And mine said, um, it's time for you to come out of hibernation, Libra. Shake of yeah, right. blues and kind Yeah, life. this goes up and down. <laughs> but that's sort of what it says. It's like your mood today is gonna be like a lot of fun. Uh be the first to like joke or a silly story or like you know, do it basically do what makes you happy. And I'm like, yeah, I'm totally vibing with that today. I totally feel that. Aww. It's like a nice day. I have a list of things that I want to do, but if I don't get them done, I'm like, meh, you know, I'm gonna enjoy the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That sounds nice. And for me, I feel like I used to a lot, like back in the day, like pre-COVID time, I used to like look into my horoscope a lot. And then once COVID hit, como que now I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, like World War Three, or I don't know who else is going to, you know, like just life is intense. So I just feel like, oh, what's the point of a horoscope? Because pues siguen pasando like random things and I just can't control it anymore. It's it's what yeah. it's turning into it's turning into a horror scope yeah seriously <laughs> like, yeah like oh whatever like but um <laughs> i did look at my horoscope for today and it's funny because it said um you are likely to be inclined oh no love it says love matters love matters may take an unexpected turn as a spiritual bond seems to be forming between you and oh. your romantic partner so Ooh. I think my partner's gonna propose. Yeah, right. No, just gonna... <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Even if yeah. he doesn't, pues, uh, uh, excuse me. <laughs> this is other spiritual person yeah. you've been connecting with. God. <laughs> I'm gonna become a nun. He's gonna hear this episode and be like, oh shit. I know, totally putting him on blast. I'm just kidding, love. <laughs> Don't propose yet. My nails are not done yet. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, Mari, you said you mentioned like a good point. You're like, oh, I, I almost don't even want to read my horoscope because I feel like all these things are happening. But I don't think horoscopes are necessarily like fortune telling. Right. I think it's more about like energy, like the energy in your planets or that part. I don't know how it works, but I feel like it's more around like it's not fortune telling or it's more like talking about the energies of the day right but um but you know how sometimes they say oh you're gonna travel very soon it's like no i'm not not with the mask like no hell no where no. <laughs> where did you see that like, that sounds a like a fortune cookie, cookie. <laughs> no yeah. right now yeah, i'm on like um, let's see what website is it it's called horoscope.com I knew it, dude. I, get, I told you it get it gets you because it's easy and accessible and it's like a no-brainer. Like, it's oh, the first I know one where I'm pops going. Up. Yeah. yeah, I know where I'm going. I'm gonna get what I want. The horse. That's so funny. 
That's hilarious. So what was your, I mean, now that we're, you know, we're talking about horoscopes and stuff. So what was your experience with astrology growing up? For me, well, I think you guys, you guys can guess it already. I've said this several (laughs) times over and over and over, but my mom was Bobby Boucher's mom that everything yeah. horoscopes were the devil. Everything was the devil, <laughs> not just horoscopes. So <laughs> so you guessed it when you say what was my experience growing up? It was the devil. So when I would see things like Walter Mercado on the on the news or like on you know I th- was it the news I had like a special yeah yeah, yeah. I think it was like a yeah, segment yeah. on the yeah. news yeah like a, yeah like a little segment so anything like <laughs> my my brain just thought about that one lady uh Miss Laura Leon oh. dude <laughs> but she's not that's no, she's not horse that's not, she just has like crazy oh. hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah she looks like Walter um yeah she looks a little bit like Walter maybe like Walter's like Tia or yeah. something but. Um, yeah, like when Walter would come on on the on the television, uh, my mom would immediately be like, apágale, apágale, cámbiale, cámbiale el canal, esas son cosas del diablo. So I'd be like, I was scared, dude, when I saw Walter, like, oh shit, he's, he's gonna like cause some voodoo shit in this house, so I better change the channel. <laughs> um... But, you know, as, as, you know, I was growing up, obviously, like, I was still exposed to other people you know, having, you know, asking questions like, what's your sign? I actually never knew what my sign was until I was like an adult because I was never like something that I ever practiced or was around. But um, I do, interestingly enough, have two two family members. So one of my sisters and a, and a niece that, um, that do tarot readings. Mm. So they do... Uh, they do tarot readings and 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 they both have this gift, you know. And when they describe, you know, their their ability to do it, it you know, specifically, my sister had said something like it. It, it reads almost like a letter. Like she's like as she's like shuffling the cards, she's beginning to like read a letter um, about somebody. Um, so this particular sister, she had like specific rules. So she would specifically not do the tarot reading for a pregnant woman mm-hmm. and she would not do it for somebody under age 18. And she said the reason why she would do this is because she didn't want to cause anybody harm in the sense that whatever they had, whatever they got from this reading would lead them to make like drastic decisions that can, you know, harm either their future or harm the unborn baby. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was my experience with, with that. It was like the devil, but then, you know, my sister was part of like this, this cult. devil clan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's funny. What about you, Mari? Uh, well, for me, let's see. Uh, my mom used to love Walter Mercado. So I think I've mentioned this in an episode before, but we used to be like after school eating, you know, our lunch and, um, should be cooking our lunch or whatever, watching the Las noticias. And then Walter would come out of me and my cousins and my sisters, we would be talking. And she's like, shh, 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 shh. And then and then the funniest part was like when they would say like, Sagitario. She would look at me and my sister like, hey, like, ojo, ojo. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then when my cousin <laughs> like, you know, my cousin's a Pisces, Pisces. And my, my mom's like, hey, hey, yeah, hey, tú. Queta, queta, oye, oye. And I was like, oh my God, mom, we're like seven. Like, what the hell? <laughs> She's like, quieta, quieta. Hey, ojo, ojo. She's like a nerd, yeah. dude. <laughs> and then one time I remember I was in the restroom and I was digging in my mom's like, you know, stuff. Um, and I found this little yellow bag and I looked in it while I opened this little yellow bag and it had it was like a little fabric yellow bag and it had like tarot cards or whatever. 
and they had like little swords and like little coins. And I was like, what the heck are these? Right. So I'm like, ¿Qué son estas? and she's like, Ay, deja. like, I'll matter whatever. And I was like, oh, okay. I just wanted to play with you. <laughs> but we never talked about it. Actually, I'm probably going to ask her. Probably should have asked her. Um, why did she have them? And like, yo creo que se echaba la baraja antes, you know, like, you know, and, and try to predict stuff. But Oh, interesting. I think my experience was sort of similar to both of you in the sense that I lumped in horoscopes and astrology as part of like the supernatural, mm. right? Because mm. I don't think tarot cards and astrology is the same thing, right? But we're both, t we're all talking about like our experience was sort of um, like lumping it together. And so I remember Walter Mercado, right? I remember it would come on and my mom, like the same thing, my mom would be like, oh, Sagittario, Sagittario, because my mom's a Sagittarius. Oh. Or, you know, like another sign should be like, oh, and, you know, they would they would watch it. And but it was like for fun. You know, it was like a, like, oh, mañana va a pasar. Que hey. no sé qué. Um, but and I remember when I was a kid, I didn't really understand much about it. But um, we started going through people's signs and my mom was like, oh, you're a Libra. Like tu tía so-and-so. And my tía so-and-so was cray cray. Like she had funk <laughs> with everybody. And I was so upset because I didn't want to be Aww. a Libra. Because I didn't want to be like her, Aww. you know, and I was little, but I was like, no, I'm not a Libra. Aww. My mom's like, yeah, your birthday's in October. <laughs> like, you're a Libra. And I was like, but my tia's a Libra too. She's like, yeah. And I'm like, no. Eres hija de ella. Dun, dun, dun. I'm like, dun, dun, dun. And so I feel like that was sort of like my first like experience. And then I, I think I got, I, I, I am into horoscopes. I am into astrology, but I didn't get into it until later. And I think it was like during younger years when you're like those formative years when you're like not really sure what direction you're going in mm -hmm. right or yeah. when there's like Wendy you mentioned earlier like when something big is happening and I don't really know like how to make sense of it or like where do I go from here I think I've used it as a tool to like look for direction or like a glimmer yeah. of like okay well what you know like how how do I navigate this and it just like it's sort of comforting You know, like yep. it's I, I teeter between like when I'm when I'm having a situation where I'm looking for any kind of like grounding, I look to it. And then sometimes I'm just like, it's fun. You know, I just look to it for fun. Mm -hmm. And over the years, I have gotten really into it to the point where I, I'm sort of I mean, not with 100 accuracy, but I'm kind of good at like meeting someone new and sort of guessing like what what kind of sign they might be <laughs> and um and so i asked people's birthdays pretty early on upon meeting them <laughs> I, i'm She like does. i already know like where the signs are i'm like when's your birthday huh oh, oh that makes a lot oh, of sense i see oh. you'll be yeah. okay bye yeah, <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay bye it's so funny yeah. like i like those memes that are like Um, I'm a bitch because I'm a Scorpio or whatever. It's like, girl, no, you're not. <laughs> like, you don't have mm -hmm. to be like follow like what you think you are, you know, or, or people say you are based on your horoscope. You could be a nice Scorpio. I've met a nice Scorpio. Well, actually, he ghosted me. Yeah. So never mind. I'm just gonna <laughs> same. same. Oh my Scorpio, god, Scorpio, Scorpio yeah, move, Scorpio move. Yeah, yeah. and I think I've I've also like I've read like you know sort of like the qualities that are associated with with all the signs or whatever. And I think for Libra, like one of the negative qualities is like laziness. And no, I'm like, no, no aplica, dude. Aquí no, no aplica. No I get offended. I get offended. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're like riding people's coattails. And I was like, shit, I wish. Yeah. Like, uh -huh. whose coattails? Like, and I guess it depends what kind no, of Libra no. you are. Like, early on Libra or like late Libra or middle Libra or, you know, who knows Libra. But <laughs> Right. I'm sure that right. matters. I'm, I'm the cool kind of Libra. Yeah. Wherever. Yeah. Wherever. I think most, most people get confused with me a little bit because I'm a Virgo. 
And I don't give, I don't think I give Virgo energy. Like I've met other Virgos and I'm like, ew, you're so dry. I don't want to hang out with you. You're pretty and dry. Later, I'm, <laughs> sometimes, yeah. Well, my skin a little right bit because I changed my exfoliate. I've been, exfoli- I've been yeah, exfoliating you're hella dry right too now. much. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> That's the essence. Yeah, but, hey, hey. Yeah, but um, I'm really liking this conversation. I like that Rosie brought up. Or who was it, Rosie or Buddy? I can't remember. So it was like, well, it depends on, you know, where, like, where you, what would you say, Mari? Like, are you like a, like a, like a middle? Oh, yeah. Um, like from the beginning or, of, the, of the sign or at yeah. the end, at the tail right, of the right. sign? Yeah. Right. And it's like kind of bringing this other, this other part of it, right? It's like the planets and, the, you know, all this other stuff. So for this episode, we have a special guest that we wanted to bring in to help us navigate Ooh. through the galaxy Ooh. of the horse The galaxy. Okay, what is it? Star Wars? <laughs> para educarnos. Like a, para educarnos. Buzz Lightyear doing it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Pero, um, yes, yeah, so this person is is not only my high school best friend. Thank you, me. Uh, me. <laughs> but they are also a, a birth chart reader. Wow. So... After having all this uh, discussion about this horoscope, um, I want to bring in my amigex, Jay Castillo, to come into the conversation and teach us about this. Teach us about this galaxy stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, Jay. Welcome, Jay. Welcome, Jay. Thank you for joining us. I'm excited to hear all about, you know, my horoscope. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Hi everyone. Hola, buenas tardes. Hey. So Jay, I'm gonna give a, a little bio for the listeners so they can get to know you a little bit more. So Jay Castillo is a Los Angeles, California born, Central American raised, trans non-binary person of indigenous descent. On their journey to get to know themselves better, they turned to astrology and began taking courses, studying avidly for over two years with Oak Kalawan at Oak Astrology School. So learning about birth chart readings changed their lives and kicked off a fascination with astrology. Jay was encouraged to share this healing modality with their community and provide services for whoever sought to get to know more of themselves. Thank you for that beautiful introduction. Yeah, so sweet. (laughs) Thank you for being here. Thank you. Yeah, we're so excited to have you, Jay, with us. Um... Uh, so to start off, can you just tell us a little bit? I know we're going to go um, deeper into this uh, question, but what is a birth chart reading? So to begin, I actually wanted to uh, read off a definition off of a book, um, and I'll provide you guys the info. It's called The Only Way to Learn Astrology, Volume 1, Basic Principles by Marion March and Joanne McEvers. And they describe astrology as the science that explores the correlations between celestial bodies and animate and inanimate inanimate objects. So in this definition is showing how us on earth do have an interplay between what's going on in the cosmos with the planetary movements and then how that affects us and you know earth in general. So that's astrology and birth chart specifically birth chart readings um, it is a map or a diagram of the heavens erected to determine the potentials and characteristics of a person born at a specific time and place upon the planet earth. So for me, that definition, um, what it's saying is, or how I view it, is what are the planetary energies 
in the moment in which you are born. And these energies that are, you know, in space uh, that affect Earth, when you're born, you have access to these energies. So what does that mean? Maybe when you were born, um, the moon was in Scorpio and the, it defines or it reflects the way in which you feel um, your emotionality. So if it's a Libra and Scorpio or Aries, you know, we're all different people. We express those in different ways. Um, so, yeah, birth chart reading involves the energies uh, that were around at the time of your birth. Nice. And can you tell us, and I only know this matters because you asked for this specifically, but can you tell us how the time of birth would impact that? Like, do the planets move that fast for someone born in the AM versus someone born PM? So planet, the planets do move uh, at different rates. And why that matters if you're born in the morning or the night is it determines whether you have a morning chart or a night chart. So those of us that are born in the morning have access to Energy access is the sun, right? So the sun means life, wow. movement, fire. Um, oh, uh-huh. Likes to be seen. You're in the view. Um, uh, you're in the view. You're, you're there's like a extrovertedness. And those of us that were born at night, like what's what's out in the sky at night? Las estrellas, la luna. Um, mm-hmm. So in a way, la luna. If we are uh, that energy is expressed when we are born, that means we're more introverted, more to the self. Um, but obviously it varies, right? Because if we are born at nighttime and the sun is there, but, um, sorry, we're born in the nighttime, but our moon is actually in the day part of our chart that we express our emotions differently, um, more extrovertedly versus inwardly. Hmm. Um, so it does, it, it, the time frame matters because even though some of us do have a day chart, um, our emotionality can be also in the daytime, so we can express that extrovertedly. Or we have a day chart, but our moon is in um, the night part of our chart, and our emotions are more uh, introverted into ourselves, like less inclined to show. So the timing matters um, for that mm-hmm. reason. Yeah, that's really cool. That's really cool. It's making me think about me, and and um, I was a, a morning baby. I don't think it was that early. I can't remember um, what time exactly. Um, but that's really interesting to know. And it's just making me think of like, sometimes I say some, something like, oh, like that person has good energy. I really, I'm, I really don't know what I mean by that, but the person just feels good. Like, <laughs> and this is making me feel like, oh, this is probably what this means, right? That, that there's some type of energy that we all walk around with. And, and when we're born, we're like kind of coming in with this, you know, certain energy. Um, so this is just a, a quick, um, note for our listeners. Um, uh, we actually, you know, hire Jay to do our birth chart readings for all, all of us here at, at La Sopa, Spilling La Sopa. Uh, so all the soperas here, we got our birth chart readings um, before this recording. And what we're going to do today is that um, Jay is going to be discussing their findings of us in this episode. So uh, you get to see what, what type of uh, work Jay does and their magic. <laughs> and thoughts about each and every one of us. <laughs> yeah, this was fun. This was really fun for me, I have to say, because I'm into this stuff. So my meeting um, with Jay, so we each met individually with Jay to like, you know, do our go over the information that they found. And um, I have to say, I had a lot of questions. I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> and then what, is, what does this mean? <laughs> And like, yeah, you know, I, think I was out a of forty. The three, uh, Rosie did ask the most. Like, wait, <laughs> say that again. Let's do. Let's go over that again. I'm like, okay, let's really go into it uh, deeper. Uh, I think yeah. Rosie wanted to know more, and I think that speaks to the uh, Scorpio rising. They're like, I need to know more. Let's let's go in this further. 
Ya, yeah, ven, yes. ven. Unos curiosos, yes. unos curiosos. Ya, yeah. y, si, y, si y si son curiosos como la Rosie, I, I want to pl plug Jay's uh, website real quick. Si son curiosos como la Rosie and you're interested in booking Jay yourself for your birth chart reading, you can do so by visiting their website. It's called starbeamsastro.com. Again, starbeamsastro.com. And I'll spell it out. It's S-T-A-R-B-E-A-M-S. ASTRO.com. <laughs> so, Jay, in your assessment, tell us, ¿cuál es la más loca de las They're like, todas for different reasons. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah, when, yeah. when you do a birth chart reading, what do you learn about a person? Like, just in general, right? Before diving into our wonderful qualities, uh, like, what do you learn about someone? Well, there are many things one can learn about a person. I feel like the main component is their personality and how they maneuver life and Um, like I mentioned before, what energies are accessible to them um, via the time of birth and how they use them in the everyday life. Um, you can also learn themes around thought and processing emotions. Um, and then the more you talk to the person, the clearer the picture gets. So when I do, uh, do a reading, I look at the chart and it's giving me information about the person, um, but not until I have a conversation with you, do I fully get the full picture of, um, of how the energy is used. Um, because it can get, uh, there's so many components to it. Um, but when you do talk to the person, you see the chart come to life. It's, it's almost like a beautiful thing to watch. You're like, oh, I can see it now, mm -hmm. you know, in the conversation. It all makes sense. Como uno habla, como se comporta. Uh -huh. oh. So, so like I had mentioned earlier, uh, Jay knows me since we were in high school. Uh, when you saw my birth chart reading where you're like, Like something surprising, or did it just all like, oh, I knew this. Already. It all made sense. Like, <laughs> that makes real. sense. There was um, there was a few things that were surprising, and some that I'm like, oh yeah, obvio. Like, oh, I can see. I think you and I went through a moment. You're like, well, how did we even connect? Um, right, because we were, right. it was the very random, I have no idea how we even became friends. Like, I can't remember right, right, yeah. how it happened. So we're like, how did we even um, one meet and two have me you know, remain friends and what connected us. Right. And right. Uh, we looked we looked that up in the charts actually out of curiosity. Yeah. After our reading, we're like, oh let's look it up. Let's see. And I think that's also makes it really cool about having uh, or knowing someone that does birth chart readings, you can look into different things. Right. So yeah, so what I learned from uh, you guys actually, I have a little um, little excerpts I wrote. You guys want to hear them? Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm sure the publico wants to hear them too. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, ready? Todo bueno. Todo bueno. Todo bueno. Okay. Todo bueno. Okay. This is where we get to really spill la sopa. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. About yeah. each and every, like, what, what were you hiding and now we're going to expose. Tampoco, tampoco. I didn't sign up for that. The, I thought those consultations were private. Hold on. Okay, I'm going to, you're going to become the next Miss Cleo. I'm going to sue you. For real. For real. Just kidding. I'm You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. proceed with caution. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about Miss Cleonta right now. <laughs> yeah. All right, so here we go. So for Wendy, Wendy is a personable person, social even, um, who readily gives when it comes to interpersonal relationships. Wendy's heart is in exactly what they do. Um, 
They give themselves to service. They have calculated moves and thoughts on how to be better. So they're someone who constantly thinks of like how to make themselves a better person in service to people and also like how to connect with those. So there's themes uh, that are huge on the other person, you know, to connect and um, whatnot. They may they may have a difficulty um, with their emotions and expression of emotions. So there's that bit that I saw. Yeah, I'm sounding codependent. Right? <laughs> hey, you know what? You know what? This is, this, <laughs> you know what's going to happen? Because, okay, so just, I'm, the listeners know this already, but I have a psych mind, right? Psychology mind. So when I hear, even when I was with Jay, just doing my own fraternity, I was like thinking psychologically. Like right now, I was like, I sound codependent. But you know what? No, it sounds, it sounds about right because I am very... I think I do do a lot of stuff with my heart and, and, and it's in, for me, that's like quality to me. It's like, it's quality because I'm pouring out what I can give. Um, but then it's really important for me to be around people that can pour back into me. So I have a lot of good hearted people around me too. So yeah, definitely exchange, right. It's like the pouring in and the giving back, but you do, uh, from what I saw, it is like a, a constant theme is never like, how how am I moving on my own versus how do I move within a space with the people that I care about? Right. It's right. the lens. I think the last thing too, I think I wrote here, uh, difficulty staying still easily flows and maybe fleeting. So the staying Fleet. still oh, part, yeah. it's like the movement, the constant flow. You're in a state of flow, yeah. it seems, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and in the fleeting, the fleeing is it flee like I'm fleeing like como que tienes piojos, hey, como que tengo fleas, dude. That's what it means. Like when you got fleas, you can't sit still, so that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, fleeting como que vienen y pasan las cosas. You know, you're like, oh, yeah. they come and go. Emotions can come and go, or a situation can come and go, which is can help with a flow, right? right it's like right. a flow moving, but it's at some point it's like okay when do we is it not fleeting when do we, does this, yes when do we I, stop yep yeah, yeah that makes a lot of sense because i you know it, it makes me think of like when i think that i'm better about something like like you said i'm constantly trying to like better myself and then later i'm like no i'm not so it's like this this like this like move this shift right like okay i'm cool about this and then later it comes back in a different way and i'm like wait a minute maybe i'm not or maybe i've, I've healed in this area and then later something else like brings it up and i'm like oh man i think i haven't so that totally makes sense. <laughs> like the story with the yeah. trash can like you couldn't let it go hey. like you wanted oh, that trash can right. like, girl let it go that's five dollars <laughs> yes exactly yep that's exact that's a good example <laughs> all right next uh next for this is Marisol. I would describe Marisol as a person who is fiery, active, and quick como una chispa. <laughs> they have the ability to connect yep. deeply with others, uh, may need to make sense of emotions rather than feel them. Uh, there's like a difficulty to be like in the present now, I saw for a little bit. It's like, okay, it's like the next thing. What, what do I need to do next? What What is happening next? What is versus like... Unless, of course, you're working and you're captivated by work, you are able to be kept there. Um, but in the back of your mind, it's kind of like, a, okay, que sigue? Yeah, yeah. What's happening next? And one thing I did remember about Marisol in our reading was that um, that really did sink in for me. And when we spoke was 
that Marisol is the type of person, like, when you see them, you think you get them right away. You're like, oh, Marisol's like this. But yeah. I saw many other planets in their first chart that shifted that uh, perception because there's so much more to Marisol than the first meeting. Yeah, so there's right. definitely, um, and the signs, uh, the signs change in the first house. So Marisol has a Sagittarius rising and other planets, like three or four other planets then turn into Capricorn in that same first house. There's a lot of energy there in the body and who Marisol is. Um, presence, who they are inwardly in the body, who they uh, allow themselves to show to be. Because, you know, when we get comfortable, we sure show the different aspects. But for me, like the T-spot part uh, really hit because I was like, oh, it's fast, quick, you know. And then so you think, oh, this person doesn't really, you can just out of assumption, right, when you meet them, you're like, oh, do they ever like sit and think it's just like a fast acting kind of energy. But that Capricorn energy tells you otherwise that they they know what they're doing. They know um, Capricorn is old energy. So it's, you think like a... Yes, they hate that. Like like the experience, no? Con la experiencia uno sabe. And that uh-huh. Capricorns inherently have the yeah. know already. Yeah. In, in other words, se, se hace. Se hace que se no hace. entiende, pero, <laughs> pero sí entiende. Oh, oh yeah. I, uh, I, yeah. Uh, okay, That okay. is actually... They're barefoot, Wendy. <laughs> That's actually, like, my like favorite that. card to use. Like, me hago la pen, pero no soy, like, bastante me hago para pasarla bien. Just like, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, se hace para pasarla bien, but other people no están pasándola bien. So, hey, you, you better act like you do know. No, but it's interesting that you say um, two things. The number one thing is that um, I'm always thinking about, like, the future, right? So, I'm always, like... Um, like trying to plan things and like you know I ask a bunch of questions but like well how do you do this and how well how do you do that and like well why didn't you save your money and like blah 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 like all these things about the future and like my current partner he just gets really annoyed because he's like yeah like stop it with all your freaking questions and like the planning and you know all of it um but that's just the way my brain works right I'm just thinking like of all the possible consequences of all the possible pros and cons and then the other thing that you mentioned is that like when sometimes people meet me for the first time like they don't really get me or you know who I am but I feel like I'm sometimes like an onion that you can peel right that I'm just and then as I get more and more and more comfortable then I'll share more but a lot of the times and even Wendy I think sometimes has a hard time with me with um just sharing like going deep with her right like she'll ask me like I'll be like hey how are you and your boyfriend and says Wendy tells me everything and then she'll be like how are you and your boyfriend I'm like good you know and then and then little by little I'm like well and well this happened and that you know but it takes me like a minute sometimes and sometimes you have to you have to warm her up yeah yeah and, and it's like almost rubber. every time uh-huh, you gotta rub me nice <laughs> you gotta rub her dude. <laughs> you gotta get me hot <laughs> fiery yeah, yeah. and the yeah, fiery exactly. and, the, the cheese, yeah, yeah. and that's funny because one of my old uh supervisor she re- described me as a firecracker like not to me but to another colleague she's like oh yeah she's a little firecracker right that's why i hired her because i knew she was gonna get it done right and i'm always like at my work i'm like all right on the lid what, what are we doing next what's happening next so everything you said is it's very true <laughs> i can i can see that money because it took a it took a little while for you to grow on me yeah now i like you and enjoy your company <laughs> but it took a little while like at first not that i didn't like you you know but at first i was kind of like ah like it's not really you know like there wasn't really a connection there yeah and i think like as we've gotten to like know each other more and as we because you know we share wendy as a mutual friend and we were you know sort of and another met friend each too. other before uh-huh yeah and another friend too 
Um, and so I think like, I can see that, you know, I can see that how it does take a while for all these other layers and stuff to, to come out. Yeah. I know when Jay like did my reading and they're like, oh my God, there's like so many houses. Who are you? Like, like do people like sometimes not know who you are? And then like, and they get to know you and then they're like, oh my God, oh my God. And I'm like, yeah, actually. Yeah. And then they're like, yeah, I could totally see that. We're like cracking up for like a long time about that. Jay probably had to step back and be like, this is too much work. I'm gonna charge her extra. I see it now. Uh, it, it looks like an onion. <laughs> it smells like an onion. I wish that would be really cool. <laughs> it's a hot mess. A hot, a hot onion mess. <laughs> Pero you know, onions are, are antibacterial. So, so you're, you're disinfectant then. I, just, I do. I, I, I love to clean. I do love that. A natural disinfectant. <laughs> Yeah. One thing that Jay did mention was about relationships. I think when I read about like horoscopes, astrology or all these things, I'm always interested in love, right? And like how that plays into my relationships, whether they are romantic or not, but mainly like the romantic ones. And one thing that Jay mentioned was that I'm attracted to a Gemini. And I was like, I've never dated a Gemini in my life before, except for now. My current partner is a Gemini. And it's such a trip that, you know, that Jay mentioned that because... Again, I've never dated a Gemini, and I feel like Gemini's, uh, me and Gemini's just don't vibe. But Jay mentioned, like, oh no, like you and Gemini's are like, that's gonna go somewhere, you know? And I'm just like, oh, yay, I'm done searching. <laughs> the search is over. <laughs> yeah, to go into that a little bit, usually, like, the person we attract or we're attracted to, the we think about the least is usually our opposite and there's a reason why opposites attract and in the chart itself you do look at the opposite sign of your rising sign so who you are your body and then you look on the other side so the first house is the body the self and then the seventh house in the chart is across from it the opposite end is the relationship because in these relationships we see you know parts of ourselves that probably like the subconscious that we don't see that the partner brings out so we we can either express like for example for Madi, you can express love and the partnerships that you have as a gemini in the gemini sign mm. um and because your expression in love is in this way your ability to attract gemini also comes in because they know the you know they know that energy they have that energy. So it's both ways. It's one, it can be your partner because of how you express uh, the love and the relationship. Um, and or it's the expression or the partner themselves is actually the Gemini. So mm. and you, you know, in some ways when we're in partnership, we do see a part of ourselves in them that we don't really readily see on our own. Okay. <laughs> okay, so we ready to uh, go to Rosie? Rosie, you ready? Yes. Dun, dun, dun. Da, da, da. But Rosie is someone who is taken seriously, who's sharp and intuitive. The, uh, their sense of self may be rooted in community and or friendships, and is someone who attempts to maintain balance in their relationships. And one thing um, I also saw was that there's, in the energies, I look at different types of um, energy components, and it was well-balanced, um, especially between the elements of air and water. And what that told me, because the elements themselves play into the signs. You know, we have fire, earth, air, water. Um, and we look at the balancing of those elements to see, like, okay, what elements represent us um, 
more what connection do we have and with Rosie it seemed that air um and water were tied so what that tells what is that like the social aspect the relational aspect the intellectual aspect and the emotionality aspect um and i think cuz a lot a part of um the scorpio rising that rosie has is like that intuitive uh part and i like what how rosie mentioned before um in the podcast that they're able to tell like oh i've gotten better like who's what okay this person's a libra when's your birthday I can, they can more um more guess uh more or less guess what sign a person is their intuitive factor really plays into that um and what else did I write? Yeah, they have a lot of houses in their house of substance. So there's a substance that Rosie also uh, seeks in in what they do. So, yeah, I really liked going through the chart. Um, this one felt more, uh, there was, because they were balanced in a way. It's like, okay, but where is it that um, when Rosie and I went through are reading it's like okay where is it that you have the issue where do you not find the balance or where is it where it's like the imbalance if you will um which is kind of hard with a real a well-rounded chart and like the energies are all accessible um it gives the illusion of right like oh they have it together mm. we all know none of us got it together <laughs> But at least you can yeah, give so, up, give off the illusion. So that, that's good. That's what I was going to say. I was like, I, when we went through it, it, it felt like a hot mess. I had a lot of questions. I was like, what about this? And what is this? And what is that? That's your And it didn't feel like super well-rounded, but. It didn't. Cool. I, mean, I think because we went in further, like the energies accessible surely were rounded. Like, okay, we're going, we're rounding this. But I think we went into, um. Mercury a bit, where Mercury in Rosie's chart is intercepted. So an intercepted energy means that it doesn't have a... Okay, so the signs themselves each rule over a house. So people are like, oh, you're a Scorpio, you're a Libra. That's usually they're talking about your sun sign. We all have all the energy. We all have all the signs allotted to a house. Mm. So if uh, Wendy's like, oh, yeah, I'm a Virgo... I think, um, I'm checking here, Rosie, no, Marisol has their 10th house in Virgo. So they're like, oh, yeah, I have aspects of Virgo that connect to what Wendy's doing, right? And then Rosie has Virgo in the 10th house that's intercepted, but their 10th house is ruled by Leo. Mm -hmm. So the, the expression is in Leo, but Rosie has Virgo access and Mercury's there. But it's intercepted. So we touched on that intercepted, which almost feels like it's hard to access because Virgo doesn't have a house. It rules. Oh. Okay. In Rosie's, and the 10th and, no, the 11th and the 12th house is both ruled by Libra. So there's like this big Libra energy also there, mm -hmm. right? Because there's overpowering for two. So we touched on that Mercury. So it's like, okay, where's the imbalance? Yeah. And then that's what Rosina spoke about. Jay, from, from our, um, and I'm going to use my own words to describe it because this is the way that I, you know, made it made sense to me. But there was one that was like my tia criticona energy. Was that Mercury? That was like my own tia criticona See? that she's like a hater and like self-critical. <laughs> and yes. so one of the things that stuck with this reading was that that energy is like in my mind somewhere. And so it's very hard to like get rid of it or combat it despite having what sounds like a well-rounded chart or so at first glance. And so the, one of the other things that's, that was one of the things that, that one of the takeaways that I took, the other one that I took away was that 
I need Pisces energy to help balance that out. And after that, I swear I've been looking at all of the people in my life. Like as I encounter people, I'm like, are you Pisces? I'm like, no, you're not Pisces. (laughs) I only have (laughs) like one Pisces person that I'm really close to. And that's my, my tia that, I mean, she, you know, we, you we always, like no, 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 the one, I, I, I didn't say I didn't like her. I just said she was cray. And that was a Libra thea. I didn't say I didn't like her. Did she have some Pisces in, some Pisces I don't, in I don't know. I don't know. And I, I'm not interested in finding out. But this other Pisces thea, like, as when I was growing up, she was like a second mom to me. Mm. Like, through, through a very difficult period of my life, like, she was... She was there and she really was like a second mom to me. And I felt so like loved and supported. And uh, she was also tough, you know, but like I felt like, you know, I have a really close connection with her, but she's not like physically near me. So we don't interact that much. So anyway, this is a call for the listeners. If you're in the Bay Area and you're Pisces, I'm looking for Pisces (laughs) friends, people. If you're Pisces, hit me up. Let's get some coffee. Um, Let's talk. I want to know what it is about Pisces energy that will, you know, Shut my tia criticona up. Well, I have a cousin, <laughs> and I'm very close to this cousin. She's a Pisces, and she would definitely shut your tia up for sure. <laughs> when do you know this cousin? <laughs> yeah, my inner, yeah. my inner tia criticona. Yeah. and 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 my nephew's a Pi- is a Pisces mm. too. He's currently locked up, so oh, he ain't going no. nowhere. So if you, call him. If you need pen pal. Yeah, if you need to talk to him, he will be available twenty four seven. Okay, you tell me. I'll let him know. <laughs> Shout out to my nephew. He he listens up. He listens to podcasts too. Well, Thank you so much for supporting us. Shout out. Uh, shout <laughs> you know out who nephew. you are. Yeah, you know <laughs> who you out are. To the nephew. Yeah, he's he's locked up right now, but he's he's still supporting the family here. <laughs> shout out to the support. Shout out to the nephew. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> but so this has been like really interesting right like I again sort totally nerd out on this and, and I'm all for it but um during our readings and even right now as you're talking about you know where our energies are and stuff you you've focused on a few houses yeah could you tell us a little bit more about like why those houses would be the first focus for someone to look at and what what they are and why okay yeah so we focused on uh, the four angles so when we think about a birth chart, you can think about a cross and, and a circle, which represents the earth, and it's all divided into 12 houses. And while we focused on four, we can think about the cardinal directions, right? North, south, east, and west um, as the beginning stages of exploring the chart. Um, so in the four cardinal directions, we have the first house, uh, which touches on the self-image and body and how you are perceived. I've heard some astrologers describe it as your mask. Um, however, I don't really like that uh, description because uh, it gives the, you know, like, oh, I know we all walk around with masks, but we have more of a power to show like, okay, this is how much I would like to show. Um, you know, not many of us like, oh, this is who I am with strangers, right? It's like right, a, right. a hesitation. So Boundary. I Although really... we're doing it with this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, 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 <laughs> yes. But but little by little too, right? It's taken a mm-hmm. while to also, you know, say some of the things we want the whole world to know. Yes, yeah, because and this one's True pretty that. like deep, right? We're getting a little a little deeper with it. So yeah, that's the first house, and then the uh, the next one is the house four, um, which talks about your like family traditions, uh, home life, and uh, your home experience and what that entails. So when we're talking about home, we think you know traditionally ancestry. What does that look like? Um, in a way, you can look at it as like 
you know, the societal or, like, the cultural impact in which you are born, right? Because mm-hmm. there's so many, like, pretexts to, to what you or who you are born into, the background, the lineage. So that's what um, the fourth house talk, talks about. Uh, so then the seventh house is love and relationships. And that house, a lot of us are interested in when we think about astrology. Like, uh, there's a thing called synastry in astrology where it talks about, like, how compatible you are with your partners. Mm. Um, and that really does touch on the love and relationship. And we talked a little bit about it with Marisol, right, and the Gemini aspect in the seventh house. And then we go to the last one, house 10, which is, like, your career, vocation, and in some way, I like to see it as what you came here to do. And um, a lot of us at some reach a certain age and we're like, oh, am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Some people call it the midlife crisis. Mm -hmm. Some people are like, is this in line with um, what I want to do or the direction I want to head into? And then House 10 can talk about that a little bit like, oh, is your job in alignment? Are you doing what, you know, uh, for example, in the 10th house um, in Virgo that Marisol has, right? And we can talk about like, oh, in the Virgo essence of self-service uh, and, you know, self-perfection to to the degree of, you know, trying to be as perfect as possible to be of service to all the people around you. Like what you do in life, does that uh, match? Does that reflect that 10th house? And then we talk about that because sometimes it's like, yeah, totally. You're doing what is in alignment with the energy. And sometimes it's like, I am not even close to that. And then you ask, right? Are, are you happy there? Like the, the further questions and people are like, I'm miserable. So come change it, you know, change to something that is um, that is more in alignment or you just talk and you let they some folks in during sorry, during the astro reading, the more they talk, they themselves figure out like, oh, well, I wanted to do this. Why haven't I done it? And it's like, yeah, do it. Why not? Let's see how it, you know, how it goes for you. How it plays out. Yeah. Yeah, that's so interesting. I mean, I go through the crisis in my 10th house like every other week. I, <laughs> I haven't waited for midlife. But um, so we don't have time to talk about like all of these in detail. But how about we pick, I think like a lot of people or at least me myself, I've been very interested in like the love and relationship um, sort of like bucket. Yeah. And then also like now at this point in my life, uh, like the career bucket has become more more important, right? Or the career house, mm-hmm. not bucket. Um, so can you, can you tell us like why certain people in, in the, in house, the relationship, love relationship house, can you tell us why certain people like sort of gravitate towards us in dating or like in life or vice versa, right? Why we seek out certain people. You know, sometimes people keep saying, why do I keep attracting these type of people? Right. Or like, I want someone who has this, this and that, but I keep attracting someone who has that, 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 and that. So I think that's kind of what Rosie was uh, mentioning. I was just going to say, also, I noticed, you know, like when, now that I'm on the hunt for a Pisces friend, <laughs> um, I noticed that like a lot of important people in my life, like formative people in my life have been Virgos. Mm. Like I, I've had a lot of Virgos in my life. I've had like, you know, quite a few Sagittariuses. My current partner's a Virgo. And according to the Zodiac, that's probably not the best match, but you know. <laughs> we're thriving so far. Yay. I want to know. I want to know. I don't know what I want to know, but I, I want to know. Tell us, Jay. Like, even how you say, Rosie, you're like, I'm with the Virgo, but we're thriving, right? And obviously, when we touched on, like, that Virgo aspect, like, that part of you that you're like, what? What is that? And probably therein lies the attraction. But also remember that this person, your partner, 
has so much more in their chart, right? Like, what is their moon? Is it, you know, is their moon in Taurus or is there uh, something along the lines of, because for Rosie, their seventh house is in Taurus. So it could be, uh, you know, can is their moon in Taurus? Is something Taurus-like in their chart? Because it's not just the sun sign, right? So it's like, okay, what is the attraction? And there are many different reasons why we attract the people that we do. It can be, oh, this person, because we're attracted to many different people, correct? And sometimes we attract those that are, a representative of our moon, right? Because then we're like, emotions are important to us. Um, the emotionality aspect, you see how this person expresses their emotions and then you become attracted to them because you're like, wow, I didn't see or think about that emotional aspect and I'm attracted to that, right? Or it can be like, oh, I see this other person, the way in which they move and create things and the part of them creating and being expressive, you know, very Pisces, loving, flow, or whatever, and you're like, wow, I really like the way that is, because I don't experience love in that way, or do I experience life in that way, because I'm a practical person. Then a lot of people who are practical can and may attract those who are not as practical, who are more free-flowing, right? So th there's many different reasons, but it's really cool to see, again, like the synastry, or when we talk about our partners, and being able to bring up their chart, and compare it to yours, and definitely you can see um, very clearly what it is that you are attracted to each other, or what kind of energies are really like wake up your own energy. Because we've had those people too, right? Not just partners, but people who come in and you're like, whoa, this yeah. part of me like just lit up. Yep, yep. And it's would like you, would, the matching of you, energies, I would say. Jay, would you say that it'd be like like a cool or good idea if 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 couples did their birth chart readings together yeah i've actually offered that before uh the couple didn't take me on it so i'm hoping oh. they would soon <laughs> okay um, they're like nah. they're like now nah, we're gonna start fighting <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm curious i'm curious though i'm very curious what you probably said this to me but I, my brain's just like <laughs> this is this is a very like new topic for me still like i think i i know very like basic things about it so when i'm i'm hearing everybody talk i'm like okay okay i'm trying to catch on you know it's like mm -hmm. a moving train but um i'm interested <laughs> i'm interested in knowing what is in my um seventh house your what's seventh the, house is in aries what's the seventh house oh my house? goodness is there love relationship ah one? okay 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 mm -hmm. well when i used to like every time that I, I date somebody new actually i do look at my horoscope like and my compatibility and aries <laughs> are supposed to be the love of my life which is funny because i've dated a few aries so my brain yeah. was always stuck on that like i need to find an aries blah blah blah, blah right but obviously those hadn't they haven't they, they didn't work out Samesies, samesies. Huh. Yeah. I actually stay away from Aries. Huh. I stay away from Scorpios. Dude. I stay away from Aries, dude. But now I'm like, oh, they're Aries. I stay away. Like, stay away. Cruz, cruz, cruz. Stay away. You know, I find yeah. it interesting. I mean, at some point you hear bad about everyone, right? We all got some yeah. negative thing to say about any somebody in the zodiacal side because, you know, we just experience people. <laughs> yeah they didn't live up to their aries okay so aries so but that means that it could be like moon in aries right. or sun in aries it doesn't have to be a full like full on aries. like kind of what we see yeah full on aries right like what we we think about people as their sun sign but we're so much mm -hmm. more than our sun sign so when people are like oh i'm an aries we know that's a sun sign you know I like see, see. what is your moon sign right what is oh. your moon sign 
So if if Rosie were to ask Jay, what's your sign? Jay would be like, it doesn't matter because there's a million other signs that like make up yeah. me, right? So we shouldn't yeah. just focus on like, I'm a Libra because you're so much more than a Libra. Which makes sense why like my sister and I are both Sagittarius, but we're completely different, right? And, and it's weird because, well, we're both Sagittarius, but like our moons and our sign, I mean, our houses and everything. They're all different. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think the big, I've seen a shift too from it moving from like, what's your sun sign? Like, oh, what's your sign too? What are your big three? Which is the sun, the moon, and your rising sign. I've seen that shift too. And that's still very vague, right? For me, at least, you know, for astrologers, they're like, that's very minimal. Because like I heard Rosie mention like, what house? Where is it? You know, (laughs) where are you expressing this? Yeah, it's like, okay, you're a Libra, but what house is it in your sun sign? Where's Mm. where's the sun sign at? Where's the moon sign at? Because that's where we have the focus of the energy in the different houses. But, for example, you said that, like, two of my houses are in Libra, or, like, Libra's really strong, so I'm, like, Mm. a Libra Libra, right? Definitely, because both your sun sign. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I've seen Libras, Libras that are, you know, have the first house in Libra, so they're rising sign. Their sun sign and their moon sign are in Libra. You're like, oh, geez, like that's that's a lot. Yeah, I've seen triple Capricorns. I've seen. Wow. It's very interesting. Um, But yeah, you have Rosie has sun in Libra, Mars in Libra, and both 11th and 12th house in Libra. So is Wendy a true Virgo? When a true Virgo. I'm sure. Um, is, she, is she being a fake or is she real? We're we're totally we're totally oh, butchering asking, all this yeah. all these terms. She, Don't listen asking, to us, listeners. What she's, <laughs> what she's asking is like, is Wendy a true bitch? Pretty or much. Is she yeah. Faking? Yeah. Yeah. She, no, she's she ain't faking for sure. She ain't faking. Yeah. She ain't faking. She's a real bitch. She, she's yeah. a real bitch. You know. Yeah. Like the Virgo ness uh, is very much Virgo. I mean, because another aspect of astrology is the degrees. I know it's very. That's why people study for years, right? And for uh, Wendy's sun sign is on the first degree and, you know, a very, uh, the beginning of the sign. So that for me is like, oh yeah, Virgo through and through. Mm. Um, But also it's in the relational house, Mm. which is why we go back on the relational, right? It's like, okay, yes, Virgo, very much like, okay, service to the people because that's Virgo energy too. Virgo, I can see why, you know, you're like, oh, a bitch, because they're very critical people. They can be, but it's it's to achieve perfection. I mean, we obviously we can't, but we will try as Virgos. We will try to do our best. And if we can't, we'll beat ourselves up for it yeah. because that energy. So they're like, you still want to be able to be as, you know, the best version of you. And I'm a Virgo um, but at my career. So that at your sense. career. And yeah. in that, for you, it's like, I need to reach, like, I need to be Perfection. the best at oh, what yeah. I do. Yeah, that's so true. Right? And then again, Rosie with that Virgo energy. And I think I've, we talked about, um, or I wanted to talk to you how, how you guys work well, so well together. Right. It's like the three of you have yeah. day charts. The three of you have that Virgo energy accessible. And where um, the where one of you is miss, not missing, like, I forgot who... For example, Wendy, there's um, the fire energy is like very low. So it's like, okay, how do we get Wendy going? And you add, you know, the chispa, Marisol, and then you're like, okay, here's the balancing act. And you balance each other very well. Nice. Yeah, you know what I was thinking about is like, when are we going to start 
attaching birth chart readings to our resumes <laughs> for real and be like is she gonna work well with our team <laughs> some people do that uh some oh interesting yes, some astrologers do get hired by big business companies to be able to match uh folks with um interesting that's really fascinating. like do they have virga virgo virga <laughs> Do they oh. have? Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> we, we got no Virgos in here. Yeah. We're gonna need some. <laughs> oh my god! I just thought of the other Virgo. <laughs> I'm a Virgo. What is on your mind, Virgo? Whoa, Maddie. Yeah. Well, I, I'm gonna be in Sacramento for two weeks, so you know there's Tired. gonna be no Virgo. <laughs> Where is it? That's what my body was asking. Where is it? Where did it go? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh my god. I don't even know what I was gonna say anymore. So go go Rosie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was just gonna say, um, one thing that I think is like a hot topic, like we see in social media, we see it everywhere, is we see like Mercury's in retrograde. Like things are going to shit and everyone's like, oh Mercury's in retrograde. Gatorade. <laughs> and I don't really know that I mean yeah, like Mercury's in Gatorade. Can you tell us more about about that. And then when we were talking, like I, I had, you know, we, we've touched on this topic before, like previously, um, like during our reading, like apparently it's not just Mercury that can be in retrograde. And then like, there's a time period where like all a bunch of planets are going to be in, in retrograde. 2020. So tell, can you tell us a little <laughs> bit about that? 2020 is when yes. all the planets were in retrograde. <laughs> oh, for real. Um, no, yeah, definitely. Since I think we talked on like the cycles of the planets, every planet has a different cycle. Mercury being the fastest um, cycle is shorter than a year. And then there's Venus. Who's, it's about like a year and a half to two years, the cycle um mars is even longer and then the further you go out the longer the cycles go i think most recently um people were talking about oh mercury was in retrograde and now we're gonna it's gonna go direct meaning it no longer is in retrograde and everyone's like oh we're in the clear and people didn't know that two three days later after that happened saturn went into retrograde and that's going to be even a even longer period because saturn is a longer cycle so there's very much, there's so much information uh, when it deals with uh, retrograde aspects. And, um, but what is that, like, what does that do to us specifically? Or what is like a, a planet in, in retrograde? Um, so what it means is that when the movement of Mercury is showing you that when it's in retrograde, how we see it from planet Earth, it looks as if it's doing, it's going backwards. But the energy between, like, you know, it's astronomy. Um, there's also, you can look it up on YouTube, how you can actually see the movement of Mercury. It's not actually going backwards, but it's just, it has to do with, you know, the movement of the Earth and Mercury and how they rotate alongside each other. However, in astrology, what that means is it takes you into an introspective um, energy. So it's like an inward energy. Mercury's in retrograde, and people also assume like, okay, an ex is going to come knocking at you. They're going to text you. They're going to reach out to you. And why? Why is that? Why, why are people saying that? It's because perhaps that person is now moving inwardly in their mind. They're like, oh, did I mess that up? Do I need to reach out because I fucked up in this way? Retrograde means to look inward. Uh, and that's how I understand it. To look inward and see like those, um, those meanings, those feelings of, Mercury being in retrograde, so Mercury's the mind. So we're thinking about what is going on within ourselves or what we do. Um, so it's more like introspective mm. approach. When Venus is in retrograde, 
we also think introspectively, but in the way in which we connect with other people. Um, sometimes folks fall into a, when Venus is retrograde, you know, some people fall in love, some people connect. And then if they're in this Venus, they're going to constantly be looking at not at issues per se, but it's, it is going to be like a constant, um, are we doing this right? Are we like, there's that introspectiveness aspect, like, is, why are we even doing this? Or are we going in the right direction? Where is it going? So it definitely brings in a topic of introspection during that cycle that sometimes feels like bothersome or like molesta. It's like, oh, here we go again. Here, we, you know, here we're talking about this again. Or why do we keep going over this? We talked about it last time. Or because these subjects come up, you know, we don't usually think about the energies that are around when we're having a conversation. And then two months later, like, why are we talking about this again? And sometimes it's because the energies are like back to, or come back from the retrograde. They go direct, go back to retrograde. And here we are thinking about it again. Oh, the energy that makes feels sense. Similar. Yeah. That sort of makes sense, right? The planet is moving and you're in that period. And then mm-hmm. instead of continuing, it just comes backwards. So you're in that period again and it just feels longer. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank you, Rosie. This is such an interesting talk. I'm obviously very clearly hella into this, but... I think I'd like to just sort of close off with like talking about like what role do we think astrology plays into our culture today, right? Walter Mercado is gone, sadly, gone but never forgotten, right? Mm-hmm. Rest in peace. But that was my first foray and like as a child, like learning about astrology, et cetera. But now in social media, there's all these apps, there's memes, there's people sharing. Like what role does astrology play in our culture today? And this question is for anyone, for you ladies, and then especially for you, Jay, like doing this work, how do you see this playing out? I feel like most recently there's been like an uptake, like it's coming back again uh, into being taken more seriously. Um, I'm sure there was, it goes through phases where people are like, oh, you know, are not into the esoteric or they're like more, um, you know, intellectual, if you will, about things. And I think earlier you meant, you guys mentioned about tarot and um, about um, astrology and believe it or not, tarot and astrology are very close together. They almost go hand in hand. They're both forms of divination and things you see, the way in which Mercury acts or Venus acts or what they represent can be seen in the cards and tarot. So divination in itself um, is very similar. We just like just a different type of healing modality. Some people will go to tarot. Some people will go to astrology. Some people use both. Um, some people use crystals and, uh, astrology is in all facets of life. The more I'm learning about it, the more I'm learning how, um, way back when, when, you know, we didn't have social media, we didn't have the internet, you know, people had almanacs and believe it or not, a lot of what the almanacs were saying and creating, um, or the information they were giving were based off of astrology, right? It's like, where was the moon? Um, people look to almanacs para las cosechas, right? They're like, okay, what is the moon to be able to cosechar a certain kind of fruit or a certain kind of vegetable or a certain kind of herbs? Um, herbs have their own, you know, you would say like oh, Mercury rules over a certain kind of herbs. Venus rules over a certain kind of herbs. Um, and I think that we're going back to, I think there's a huge shift in traditional healing, traditional modalities. And astrology is one of them. So now we're going more like it's like, okay, horoscope, yes, but now people are seeking further. Okay, I like a horoscope. They're fun to do. But now, like Rosie mentioned earlier, I have an issue that I can't really grasp, like something's going on. 
and we want to look further in. So yeah, definitely there's a cultural shift in wanting to get to know ourselves more. Um, and I'm very happy that the shift is happening. That's pretty awesome. This is all super, super fascinating for me. Because um, again, like my brain goes to very like, you know, what I learned growing up with my mom and her saying, son cosas del diablo. And then my sisters, you know, my sister and, and you know, my niece, they're, they're, you know, they practice tarot reading. Um, and then now me and my like psychologist brain. Um, so all these like worlds kind of clashing and like, oh, okay, okay, that makes sense. And then, and then there's moments where I'm like, wait a minute, you know, and having more questions. So that's definitely, you know, just fascinating to me. So thank you so much, Jay. I, I really appreciated all the, all the knowledge you dropped. Um, and like I said in the beginning, yeah, like I said in the beginning, like I, I think that, um, I want to, you know, kind of just be a witness to like how, how it continues to, you know, play out now that people are gravitating more towards it. But I know that reasons why I gravitate towards this type of, uh, these types of things is, is for like guidance, validation, um, and, and caution, like, is this a good move? Like, what do I do? <laughs> so I think that it's, it's really nice to have these resources. Yeah. Thanks for that, Wendy. And thank you so much, Jay, for, for joining us for this talk. It's been, um, it's been really fun. And so in traditional spilling la sopa style, ladies and Jay, what final thoughts do you have for our listeners today? Well, one final thought for me would be if you are interested in booking Jay for your birth chart reading, I'm going to plug in the website again. So tome nota, tome nota, uh, take notes. You can do so by visiting Jay's website. Uh, Again, it is starbeamsastral.com, starbeamsastral.com. It is, I'm going to, I'm going to spill it out again. <laughs> Should I spill it out no, again? We're gonna no, we're going to put okay. it on the Instagram. Okay, yeah. Okay. Oh, we'll put it on the Instagram. Okay. <laughs> okay. S as in Sam, T as in. <laughs> yeah, Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Okay. And then final, final note would be, um, for me, one of the things that happens quite often is ex- existential crises, right? Like, am I doing it right? Am I where I'm supposed to be? Mm-hmm. You know, like, am I, you know, uh, working to my my fullest potential uh, in my purpose or whatever. So this just kind of made me feel like if you're ever having these types of crises, it ain't you. It's the planets. Blame the planets. (laughs) Work with the planets. It's not you. It's the planets. (laughs) So for me, I think the takeaway is um, that it's okay. You know, like if you're unsure of the future or what's going to come, Uh, Because, you know, there's been so many things just changing within the past two years. Um, It's okay to continue looking at your um, horoscope uh, to kind of, you know, feel maybe a little bit more secure that, you know, because usually your horoscopes are pretty positive for the most part. So I think it sometimes just brings positivity like, oh, okay, cool. Things are going to work out. You know, oh, cool. I am going to travel soon or whatnot. So it's nice to also kind of see that and just kind of lighten your day a little bit. And um, also, I think it's a great idea to really know, like, all of these houses and like these rising signs and things like that, because it really gets to tell you like what type of a uh, Sagittarius and in my example, you are. And so it helps you really understand everybody else and, you know, people around you as well. Yeah. My final note uh, is like, of course, you're trying to get to know yourself a bit better. Definitely. And you're attracted to astrology. Definitely seek out. Um, I mentioned I went to Oak Astrology School. They're really good about um, online 
uh, learning and the access there. Um, so you just Google it, Oak Astrology School, and definitely look into it more for yourself, uh, for the people around you. It's fun. It's fun to even just bring it up, like, oh, hey, like, who? Let's let's take a look. Who's like this? Who's not like this? And even that general curiosity, you know, brings you even more closer to getting to know yourself better than those around you. And obviously that benefits all of us. Um, so, yeah. Thanks, Jay. And I think my, my final thought is just that, you know, energy is all around us. Like we all recharge in different ways. Like, so it's mm-hmm. not just planetary energy. It's like the people we're with, the nourishment that we give our bodies, the activities we do, um, all of that is charging. So I just think, you know, like lean into what feels right. And then I think a big theme for me um, has been to like be okay with those dark corners of myself, right? And so not everything in the birth chart was positive, right? But even we can learn even from the things that are quote unquote negative, right? Like the energy that, that the Criticona energy that I, you know, keep mentioning, um, you know, it's where a whole person, you are a whole person. And so we're all going to have these like positive and negative aspects. So just, you know, lean into what feels right. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Rosie. And I like that part too, uh, real quick, is that, uh, that, um, that uh, not so glamorous parts of ourselves and to be able to see that in a birth chart reading, like, okay, I need assistance and to go in that direction. Like this is a healing modality. So it's very, very, you can definitely talk about your craziness or your dark, you know, your, like you said, your dark corners. It's a very much a space to do that. Awesome. Nice. Thank you so much. Thank gracias. you, Jay. Bye, everybody. Muchas Bye. gracias. Thank you, everyone, for joining us for today's topic. Special thanks to our audio editor and producer, HG from Beat Farm Productions. Hasta la próxima, and remember to join us next time by tuning in with your amigas to Spilling La Sopa. Spilling la sopa. Spilling la sopa.